so far is sweet, it's like which the is pretty rapper, cool. You know, is that what you just? It's like the rapper. The rapper, you, you know? know. He's so sweet. Make me want to lick the rapper. Yeah, I impressed you a little bit yesterday when you were smoking those samples. Which? One? Oh no, you did. You always impressed me. <laughs> he was smoking. The, I need to smoke those. He was smoking the tomorrow. Naxa ones, and he was like, "Oh, this one's crap." I'm like, "Dude, try the Robusto." And he's trying. He's like, "Oh, it's good, but it's a little bitter." I'm like, "It'll smooth it out." Five minutes later, he's like. Oh, wow. You were but right. It was crazy because I had the torpedo and dude, like there was no draw on it at all. Yeah. I'm not the fan of torpedo cigars, but it was, what was it the way you cut it? No, I even cut it even further to like loosen it up really? a little bit and still nothing. Like it was crazy. Well, do you like roll them? Obviously. I don't really ever like loosen them up like that. I mean, listen, like, I I'm not going to lie. It was really like moist and like spongy, yeah. but the other one was as well and I still got a good draw on it. Got so you. it was just rolled way too tight. It happens. All right. This is our last episode concerning last year okay long ash podcast special guest today we have sweet sweet derek hey along with secret secret chris what's up what's up um today on long ash podcast we are doing our annual consensus of the consensus secret chris has done a phenomenal job compiling various points of uh reference from all the different top lists this year including Half Wheels consensus that dropped uh, yesterday, uh, this past Monday, when you guys are listening to this. And we just kind of like to go through. We like to see where we agree. We like to see trends, uh, brands that are really popping up, maybe brands we haven't heard of before that have got a lot of mentions, and just discuss the overall state of the industry or how it was in 2022. Whilst doing that, we get to smoke these really exciting samples sent to us by my man John Huber over at Crown Heads, and he sent me a little thing here to determine how good the samples are. It's either a hitter, a banger, meh, or pass Adina. LOL. LOL. So at the end, we will all mark this. We don't know. I don't know what factory it's from. I don't know what the blend is. He just sent me these blends. His handwriting is just second to none. Goodness gracious. So I love these things. Yeah. And I would love to do them for JR, but I'm like, I can't write like that. I know. I can't write like that either. That's we have to beautiful. get like a writing specialist. God, I don't kill for that. Mm. All just, right, yeah. so where do you guys like to start? I mean, I think with the most recent, we could start with Half Wheel if you'd like. I mean, they have the most content, or the most content, the most like, yeah, like they they got the top 25 and the top 25 consensus, then they have a bunch of like cigar, of the uh, factory of the year, country of the year, things so, like that, if you want to start that. I have a question for you too. Is that like the main list that you look forward to the most? The consensus where, is probably my my yeah. most exciting one because- it's completely non-personal. Right. It's literally data-driven. And it's not data-driven by, like, sales, because if you look at sales, it's never going to equate to, like, what the best is. Same thing if you look at cars. Best-selling car is always going to be a Toyota Camry. It doesn't mean it's the best car. It's just the one that's the most affordable, the most out there, the one that's the most made. So the consensus is pure data-driven on ratings. Right. Which I love. Yeah, I'm I'm an idiot. I I lost like half my my sheets. I don't know where they're at. I really enjoyed. I wanted to, cigar snob is someone I looked out for this year. Um, I liked their list. Um, I think Dojo is very interesting too. Um, maybe because of like their list last year, um, and kind of how it, it's funny. You look at all these lists and they're not like carbon copies of each other. Maybe I'm used to looking at. Um, top 10 movies of the year, top 10 players of, of any sport. No one really veers off the beaten path. This is all based on, you know, obviously people's not someone from blind man's puff doesn't have the same taste and palate from dojo. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, what's interesting. I am going to say, I'm happy that, oh, wow. um, the Olmec 
landed where I knew it was going to land after Aficionado came out, and we've done enough on Aficionado, but it landed in some pretty good spots, um, especially with Half Wheel and I believe uh, Dojo. No, not well, Dojo. First thing I think we got to, in terms of, uh, we could talk about Half Wheel's list yeah, for Dojo. a little bit. And listen, we all have our profiles and blenders that we kind of lean towards. Mm-hmm. Certainly everyone knows that we're big fans of Crown Head stuff, Foundation stuff. Half Wheel really uh, loves Steve Saka. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. very, very much oh, wow. on Steve Saka. Didn't yeah. they have like three they in the had top? One, two, three. Four. Three in their top 25, I'm seeing. And then what about their consensus, though? Didn't they have like two yeah. or three One, in the top five? Two, three. Again, I'm seeing three. Okay, so but in the three, top five or top ten? And so for their top in their consensus, yeah, one, two, three in the it's three in the top five are all Dunbar. So they're very yeah. Dunbar and heavy, and yeah. number one for Company of the Year, and number one for Company of the Year. Yeah. yeah. Now, in their list, it the first one was at number six, which was the the Tricky Troca, which is an older one of his, which I was surprised about. But they are very. Yeah. And and it seems like a lot of people are us included. We had a we had a we have a Dumbarton that was named our number one one year, and that cigar continues to make it the, the tricky traca. Um, we had the Bewitched this year was yep. was a great one, but it does seem that um, with the exception of Aficionado, the reviewers do love Steve Saka, um, which because mm. he says it how it is, how it is according mm-hmm. to. You know the consensus. He, he makes a quality. He makes a quality product. I mean, listen the the three of his cigars that made the consensus this year, the Sakakan was that which new? by that the was way, new, right? No, technically not. The Sakakan was our fiftieth cigar. Same, oh, same yeah. exact. He rebranded yes. it. He rebranded yeah. it. Barely even rebranded it. The only difference is it didn't have our fiftieth label on it. The the black Mikarita label, exact same. That was a good sec. Yeah, and it, yeah. like people are like, not that we get any credit for it, but like. Guys, that was released a year ago under our banner. Right. Before, and now it's like, it was the number one cigar in the consensus. Sold out our cigar sold was the number out one really cigar quickly. in the consensus. Yeah. Sold out in like two days. So I just wanted to be known that that was a JR cigar first. Um, <laughs> you bastards. You're, you're funny. I know, aren't I? All right. Uh, but the I mean, ones if it that, was my baby, like the 50th that he did, I would, get I would let everybody know. Oh, like, yeah, hey, yeah. it's number one on consensus. You, you guys tell can you. You're going to learn today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of the cigars, though, that he, like, it's kind of like, um, which is one of the things I give credit to Half Wheel for their regular list is that their highest rated one from him was the Tricky Traca, which is a couple years old. But for the consensus, the Saka Khan, the Bewitched, and the uh, Paladin de Saka, those are, those are all his releases from this year. Right. So it does seem like, you know, and I think they're all great cigars, too. The Bewitched made our top five. Yeah. But it does seem like that consensus will be dominated by whatever new cigar Dunbarton releases. And that's what gives me pause about some of these lists is that if, let's say, something that a lot of manufacturers are starting to do, and I think they should do, is they take a year off. Maybe they'll do like a new size or something. But like, hey, we want to focus on our core lines. We want to grow our business here. We want to make sure that our factories are getting the quality control and everything. That's what um, Michael Herklotz does. So if Steve did that for a year and didn't between now and next December didn't release anything new, I don't think he would be as represented in this consensus because I don't think people are looking back. I don't think as many people right now are smoking the sober Mesa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're, yeah. He, they're just hitting on his new stuff. 
Um, now, I think people should look at his at his his backlog. Like he, everything he releases is quality, but I do feel like there is a a little bit of an industry bias to like, oh, it's a new Steve Soccer. It's got to be on the top of our list. Well, why do you think that? I don't know. I don't know. Do you think it's every like, every whether you like it or not, every movie that Christopher Nolan releases, there's people like, oh, it's Christopher Nolan. It's got to be the best movie. But do you Even also think like his new stuff is much better than like what he released in the past or not? No, really? No, I think it's always been consistently excellent. Yeah. But just like I said, looking at that consensus from all the, everyone else, there's a few cigars on there that are from like, you know, a year or so ago, two years ago, all the Dunbarton stuff. And it's all a high it's top, top tier stuff. It's like all in the top five, nothing from not even last year. You right. know, there's, there's no tricky Traca, There's no me Carita. There's no sober Mesa. It's just, and if you look at, if you go back and look at the consensus every year, I guarantee you will see the Dunbarton of that year in the top like three or four. Um, and again, that's not Half Wheels doing. That's that's what just what the facts are laying out. Now, also, it, just like I said, Steve Saka makes high quality stuff. Yeah, his branding is on point. His his blending is remarkable. The factories he's chosen to work with are excellent. I mean, besides aficionado, and if one of you guys can check snob for me, a Dunbarton cigar is on everyone's top twenty-five. Yeah, uh, even has, limited top uh, five is the meat, meat creator on the on the dojo. He only has one though <laughs> on Cigar Snob, and it was the Unstolen Valor, which is a okay. That was last year. That's a Muestra from last year. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't have anything else on Snob. Uh, snob the, looks the, like the, Snob looks like it's like a except for the Olmec. Snob yeah. kind of looks like it's like a year behind. The Bewitched is on Blind Man's Puff Top Five. Mm-hmm. Cigar Coop, I believe, has. Dojo um, didn't have any. Uh, the Saka Khan and the Limited Five. Limited I still, I would still count that. Yeah, I don't know what they. The Mikarita Tricky yeah. Traka is number ten on Cigar Coop. So, it you know that kind of goes to show you. Sin Compromiso Paladin de Saka is number two on on Coop. I mean, yeah, you know that's pretty. That's hell of a consistency because it's some some of the same cigars on the list and and different ones as well. But and the Paladin Saka came out like earlier 2022 mm-hmm. like january february like this time last year yeah. like this time last year so to have the kind of you know remember you know there's always recency bias with a lot of this stuff when was still well star that was two years that ago like a year and a half two years ago yeah. oh was it okay mm-hmm. did that make any top list or no no i don't think so but i think people uh it made it dojos made- like fun like most unique or something okay gotcha here, uh, unconventional, unconventional. The Stillwell Star the Holiday one that he released this year. Those are very good, but that's more of like an experiment. No, absolutely. That's like Tarantino doing like a stage play. Okay. Just to see if he can do it, and then it's a good stage play, but it's not going to win movie of the year. Your film references really don't help me at all. Just you don't know who up. Tarantino is. No, I do. I just okay. I then don't that's know. enough. I'm like, yeah. Well, let me put in reference to you. That was a great analogy. Okay, it really yeah. was. <laughs> like it really. <laughs> I didn't know where he was going yeah. when he said Tarantino Broadway because or theater because I feel like Andy Reid coaching like a professional flag football team just to see okay. how well he can do. There you go, and they win the championship also. But it's like, uh, yeah, but it's like fun. It's, it's like flag football. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. fun. It's not like his you. real thing that he's worried about. Thank you. Another um, cigar I saw almost on every list was the Illusione Allegria. If I'm yeah. pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, um, which I haven't even had the pleasure of trying. We haven't. Which upsets no, me. yeah. Um, 
and the new world Dorado, uh, Dorado as well. We haven't been that's able to been try everywhere dude. as well as the knuckle sandwich hasn't. We didn't get a chance either, and that's everywhere. Those have been ordered though, so let's go. Let's go. Those were those. ones that we. Those suffered from a weird combination of, like, not nostalgia, but like a pop culturing that would people bought it right away. Mm-hmm. It's flavored Town, baby. Because it, yeah, because it was guy. Who I did a Zoom call with a couple years ago. Shop really? Yeah. Did you say hi to him? Did he talk to you? No. Oh. Okay. It was Espinosa was having like a like a virtual event kind. Of, this is like so this has been in the works for a while. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, man. He's also been, a, but he's been a cigar smoker. Like I, when I first met Matt Booth way back in the day, I knew Matt Booth was friends with Guy Fieri. Him and Matt Booth took a photo. Matt Booth posted a photo of him and I think Guy. I think on I a think private he went jet to, yesterday. Yeah, I think he went to. <laughs> I, I think that's he went, cool. That's it. Yeah, I think he went to Guy when Guy got. I don't know if it was a star in the Walk of Fame. Yeah, I think he so. Got a star yeah. in the Walk of Fame. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he got like a spatula in the Walk of something. Like, you know, yeah, I think even Guy in the Walking Kitchen. But though. I love him though. He's I a great him. man. Yeah, you need to watch Shane Gillis's sketch comedy show, Gillian Keeves, in the new season. They do like a. What if Guy Fieri was like a war veteran with PTSD? Oh, <laughs> it's so funny. I'll show it to you after this episode. It's fucking so funny. Um, but no, I love Guy Fieri. Um, and but I think that cigar. Listen, celebrity cigars nowadays because like everyone, people are more informed about the industry and yeah. their research. So you have Jeremy Piven going with Illusione, mm-hmm. Metallica going with Drew Estate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Guy knew. Like he, he's a cigar smoker, so he knows. But I've been in this industry a long time. There was a lot of garbage celebrity cigars. Yeah. George Lopez had one like for when he had his show on TBS, Lopez Tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that um, thing you never should have seen the light of day. The Rocky Patel Ray Lewis cigar. You remember that one? Uh, Gary All Sheffield. those were not good. <laughs> Gary Sheffield. I met I met Gary Sheffield when he came to the event. He was like two hours late to his own event. Jesus. Nice. There you go. Cool. Yeah. Uh, they were never, that was, that was always just people playing on like the Joe, big name. Joe Burrow has to have a cigar when mm-hmm. he's either retired or. Could you imagine how much money Michael Jordan would make a company if he just like released the Michael Jordan cigar somewhere? Yeah. Um, the problem, the problem with some of the really big celebrities is, is that they get pulled in by the aura of Cubans and they're like, oh, I'm a rich celebrity. These are like illegal. I have to smoke these. These are the best. And they don't, re- which is why guys like Guy Fieri, who are like involved in the industry, they know, like, yeah, I'm not, like, I'm not wasting my time with that. Yeah. Like, there's like, this is the good stuff here. Um, it's kind of like but in the beer industry, it's like knowing great, like, sub American breweries, but then some guy like, oh no, I got to get German beer because like Germans invented beer. It's like, yeah, but that's not what it is. Yeah, now. it's different now. It's different right. now. I got you, bro. Um, yeah, but George Lopez, Jim Belushi had one. That really? was bad. Frank Vincent had one that was bad. It's just, it was not a, there was a very bad, especially in the coming off of the 90s when there was like all these crappy little factories that no one knew about. Didn't like Nas also have one recently? Yeah. Nas, uh, uh, Jay-Z had one with Cohiba. Oh, okay. That's he had one called the Commodore. That was actually pretty good. It was actually pretty good. It was, but it was way overpriced. It was like $30. It was way over. It was overpriced for what Cohiba was doing at the time. This mm-hmm. is seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Now Cohiba under, under Sean has established themselves a little bit more as like, yeah, we're Cohiba. We can do the Spectre, a hundred hour cigar and it's worth it and all this stuff. Seven, eight years ago, Cohibas were like 15 bucks, but people are like, everyone got them on a deal all the time. Yeah. And so to come out with like a $30 Cohiba at that time, uh, it didn't catch on, yeah. but it was good. I liked it. Yeah, I think um, Nas would probably do just Cubans as well. I feel like he always like raps about that, and like Nick said, celebrities are always drawn towards that. Yeah, but I they think I think Jordan I mean, would make a lot of money in the cigar industry. He would. Yeah, he doesn't. 
I mean, he doesn't really need it, but still, it'd be cool for us as like you know fans, obviously. Yeah, I think that he would. I don't know if he would ever do it, but go to like these cigar events and stuff. I think like the big ones. I'm sure he's bring him to Vegas. He likes gambling and shit. I'm sure he's been to a a big smoke before or something. I'm probably sure. I'm sure. Especially yeah, Carolina. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Carmelone. Don't forget, Carmelone is big mailman, big in the cigars. He's a client of ours. Um, Mm. like our our wholesaler. Um. So yeah, who else on here? I wanted to see there was a couple. Um, the Alec Bradley Double Broadleaf. Again, we gotta we're gonna start carrying that soon. That's on Dojo. That's on a few. Yep. Yeah, that's was surprising. Like the Drew Estate Twenty Acre Farm. Like, what do you guys think about that? Like being like the number eleven for the consensus. Yeah, I mean, it was also Hatfield. Snob had that one. It was, on, it was number wasn't it number eight on Halffield's list too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the robusto. Yeah, I mean that's like a light. It's like a lighter cigar, but it was like a, it's smooth. It's nice and easy to smoke. Yeah, I mean so I, I, didn't, get it. I didn't mind it. I'm just I'm just surprised that they picked that from yeah, Drew Estate. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's that they needed something from Drew Estate to be on the list, and that was the one of the newer ones. Mm-hmm. And it really depends. I don't know. I didn't. Maybe the only research I didn't do was to see what they do when it like in half wheel or if they're if it's just like this year well it's not just this year because i think they had didn't they have opus x on there they did have opus x so yeah so shark. i mean I yeah but it was a new it was a newer one uh, so destino al siglo yeah shark. the shark that's also a very limited <laughs> yeah fuente so i mean and you know they i was watching the live stream of it their number one was a 40 dollar 40 dollar smoke Per stick, I believe, and I was like, Ooh, so I wonder when. Well, also, shows, I wonder what they do, like what that's going to do now when they put that number one is now, are people now going to go get it? Because me personally, I wouldn't buy a forty dollars cigar, like single cigar. Yeah, but you can say the same thing with like cigar aficionado with Cubans. Like it's obviously it's like really hard for us to get that. So are people gonna. But from what I heard, like Apparently that's not been a so- week later. This guy comes rolling in from the Caribbean I with know, a couple. I know he hooked it up. I didn't get one, so with that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, Just be ashamed of yourself. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that Alfonso. I haven't really, really heard of that, but it also shows you how out of touch sometimes people in the industry can be with the industry. I never even heard of that brand before. Even like the ba- Bandolero fry- Firecracker, I, Bandolero. Have you guys Bandolero, heard of that? and I haven't heard of that one. Right. Okay, yeah. So um, I'm curious as to how even like Half Wheel stays in touch with all this stuff. I wonder how many cigars they get like a year. It has to be like they don't so they they said that they don't do reviews anymore from people sending them cigars. Oh, okay. So that means that they're spending money to go and dude, some of these are like Expensive when they have their holy grail week, yeah. which is like the week before they do all their top whatever's for the year, they smoke like, you know, a Tatuaje Fausto from like its first release in two thousand and nine. Some of these are like a couple hundred dollars if you can find them. Jesus. They once smoked a Cuban La Polina, I think it was, from like 1920. Really? Yeah. But I feel like at that point, would it be that I don't good? think it was good. Yeah, it can't be good. Some of them are good. So Cigar Aficionado has this uh, thing called the Connoisseur's Corner where it's all cigars that are rated like 99 and above. It's like the, their highest rated stuff, but it's it's too limited or old to make it into their top 25 list. Mm-hmm. It's like a bunch of Cubans from whenever. It could be from the 70s, the 80s, you know, uh, 70s Davidoff Cubans, or it could be like, you know, an original Tatawahe monster from 2009. Damn. And it's all this stuff. So it's 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 a really cool idea, that's really actually. Cool. Um, but that's kind of what they do with a Holy Grail week. Um, 
I think the overall, the consensus I'm getting from everybody here, the consensus of the consensus, what I'm really seeing is that Steve Saka continues to reign supreme. Altidus has really picked up. I think Altidus has really picked up in how they are viewed. Um, there were so many, obviously, I think we got to take aficionados list and kind of just like... Put it to the side? What's it? Well, except for the ones that like, except for the, the um, whatchamacallit? Where is it? My papers here, my documents. A lot of papers. Where is my Yeah. Except for the um, Allegra, the Allegria, Illusione, and like, you know, they had a couple on there that are uh, that are elsewhere, but the fact that Dunbarton Foundation are nowhere to be found. You know, so when you're looking at this, at the half-wheel consensus, and you're looking at the companies of the year, Dunbarton General Foundation Drew Estate, uh, the top four, and you look at Aficionado's list, there's not, a w from the four companies that had the most cigars placed on top 25 lists from everywhere else. Not one of them made aficionados list. I'm trying to say, is there, is there a general one that I'm missing? I don't think so. Cohiba. That's a Cuban Cohiba. Cuban. Oh, shh. Casamaga. The La Gloria way at the bottom. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And at the bottom as well is the knuckle sandwich, which seems to be on everyone's like top five. Top, top five. 10. 10. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. We, we, so, like, uh, the consensus really – because, listen, everyone has different – we didn't get a ton of things that were on our list that also made the consensus and other lists, but mostly because – but I agree with the ones that made the other lists because they're ones that I have read reviews about, I knew were out there. We just didn't get on them in time. So the Knuckle Sandwich, the Illusione. Um, we had all those – uh, Dunbartons this year, we just sold out of them yeah. way too quick, and we don't really like putting stuff on our top 25 list that we're sold out of because, again, the top 25 is like our favorites that we've been smoking, but that are a little more readily available. Now, if it's something that we sold out of like the week the list dropped, like, oh, well, like, we know we're going to get this back. The mm -hmm. Saka Con, no idea when that's coming back yeah. in stock. I got to say, man, like, the one thing I love about all these different lists is like they're just so diverse. And like, I've been paying attention to this since I started, so like, for three or four years, however long I've been here. Um, like you go to cigar aficionado, like it's kind of like the same thing over and over again when you like you see it throughout the years. Yeah. But these lists are just like it's kind of cool because like they're so diverse. And then like for me, like a normal average cigar smoker who doesn't like really know much, it's cool because like now I really can see like okay, like what are like these new what brands? The like what's different? What are the trends? Yeah. So it's really fascinating. Yeah. The uh, the Oliva Series V. Well, I don't mind it being on the consensus because. There's been a couple new versions. Well, it's also a different shape. Like yeah, so there's, shape. so there's the one that we had, our 50th one, which was the Milanio mm -hmm. rounded, which was very unique. Then they had their 130th anniversary one that came out this year, which was also unique. I think it was a tweaked blend. But then, again, what drives me crazy about Aficionado, out of all of the ways that they could have done it, where it's like, oh, I get that. It's a new one. Yeah. It's a cool. They pick like... One of the original sizes that's been out there for like 14 years. They picked the church. Mm -hmm. It's in, it's insanity at its highest yeah, at man. its highest level. What um, do you how do you feel about West West Tampa Tobacco Company uh, landing on? Dojo I think we should be carrying buff. them, which yeah. is what I mentioned to certain people when they first came out. I'm like, hey, yeah. we should get these in. Oh no, we're going to wait and sit. Who's ever waited and seen, and then they came out ahead? Not no. many. Nick. Did Elon wait and see? No. 
Okay. No. No. <laughs> Did Stalin wait? And- <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right. No, Mikey Stalin, my buddy from down oh, the way. that's yeah. right. He does HVAC, yeah. yeah from yeah. Caldwell. Yeah. Um, Caldwell. HVC selection number from one. Caldwell. <laughs> they're, that's they're, they're New Jersey, they're not the, the cigar company. They're in New always Jersey. from Caldwell. Yeah. Or not late. Mikey, yes. yep. Uh, HVC selection number one uh, landed on num- number five for Dojo and number seven for Blind Man's Puff. Um, I'm not sure if it <clears throat> landed elsewhere. I don't want to say. Now, I'm not just saying this because they we've gotten some great reviews from them. Blind Man's Puff, those fellas, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. I love their list. I think I know I mentioned Dojo, but their lists, we can go through it a little bit. Yeah. I, I really, really enjoy. They, uh, I just want to say that they validated one of our picks. You know, everyone, again, we make sure to be very honest about, um, you know, when we have some of our private labels on our list. Well, they recently just reviewed are JR Pure Origin. Yes. And gave it a 92. And they do a blind man stuff. They do a blind tasting and there's pictures of them just like with a cigar with a white band on it. It's like OBS. And you can even tell what, like when they have the reviews when they're writing it, one guy was like, I don't know what the cigar is, but like I'm buying a five pack of like immediately. So 92. Well, you buy a box. Yeah. Box at- of 10 at JR Cigars. Cut that part out. Leave it in. <laughs> uh, Damn YouTube. Oh, Yes. <laughs> I will say, here's one, because looking at Blind Man's Puff list, here's one trend. I'm going to get a little controversial now. Oh, boy. You ready? Yeah. Luciano got a lot of, uh, of pats on the back this year. And from what I'm seeing, I don't even know if there's new product rolling around. Yeah, to land two cigars in the top five for Blind Man's Puff, that kind of yeah. took a little bit. Oh, I got... Took a little bit out of it for me, um, just obviously knowing, knowing things. Well, is it um, because you guys know things, or is it because I've never had any of his smoke, so I, 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 I can't say it. But I, I'm loyal through and through to I the end, mm-hmm. and I'm also loyal to the um, factory. Yeah, because it's the factory that really made him, yeah. and the people involved in the factory, and and seeing let's just, just say his... he hasn't had product coming out of that factory. Yeah. Oh, weird, and just um. I don't know. I, I I don't. It did bother me. Yeah. It, did, it just did. It just it just did. And again, I it's it's a personal thing. It just did bother me. Well, all, and also because, yeah, I mean, the, I will say this, but even going back to before all there was nonsense, I was never the biggest fan of Luciano the Dreamer, and Half Wheel has tanked that cigar a few times. Yeah. Through the, their overall reviews for there was there's one of the things I don't know if you put it in your um, in your spreadsheet there, Chris. But I uh, know because they they have a, one thing that's really cool. Again, gotta give half wheel the credit. If you're like an analytics guy, like I am, like you, I love when they break down like the data. Oh, that got me jacked up. So man. they yeah, have they, oh yeah the percentage of yeah. Well, they, oh, and yeah. well, they also had one that came out like a week or so ago called like review and reviews. Yeah. Where they break down all the reviews that they did this year, and they're like, "This company, like this company, like well, they break down all the companies. This was their average mm-hmm. r- rating. This is how many cigars we rated. Here's the country, like the, the Nicaragua average in eighty eight points yeah. for all their cigars." I got rid of the percentages when we did that. Yeah. Just, just, but yeah, there was they tell you kind of like next to it if you look at like country of the year it'll, it'll tell you like next to it and it yeah. goes all the way to 10 like luciano all his cigars that they reviewed this year average like an 83 mm. it's not mm. good uh, yeah so 
it's not good. Yeah. So the, yeah, just see every time I saw him pop up, I was just like, yeah. uh, come on. When you guys looked at the country of the year, do you guys see any trends there that you thought was interesting? So the only Nicaragua. thing I really noticed was like that USA, like I kind of dropped a little bit in the rankings. Um, I, I don't have the sheet in front of me. Sorry. What sorry. Uh, can I just, I just so want to see. It's a country of the year is like Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, Honduras, Cuba, Costa Rica, then US. Mexico, Bahamas, China, Canary Islands. Yeah, the the six through ten, I was kind of I didn't know that they. I, China I was like, yeah. Well, we've talked about how China is now becoming the new place to export cigars, correct? Or yeah, or, but I'm, but, when this is country but, of the year, I'm guessing that this is in terms of like the wrapper. No, but like pro, pro, production, production, of the production and like. Out of that production, like how many of these were rated highly? So like Nicaragua yeah. was number one because they had the most cigars that are rated highly. Right. I'm trying to think. I guess there's some Chinese brands out there I that guess. we've never heard of. Canary Islands. The Canary I was Islands. Very there's a, I've heard of them making stuff before. Um, Costa Rica surprised me. I do. I think that that number one. Don't quote me on this. That number one from half of that Alfonso. I think that's Costa Rica. Okay. Um, but otherwise, I mean. It's pretty I wasn't surprised by four, one through yeah. three, nor yeah. nor the order of that. Nicaragua, yeah. Dominican Republic, Honduras. It was always going to be there, that, right? That's your bang, bang, bang. Mm -hmm. I was surprised by how far down Mexico was with the pushing of San Andreas wrapper. I mean, if you look at look at your consensus here, if you guys can turn to page uh, one, chapter two. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> Christ was born, Christ, Christ is risen. I never, went, I never went to church, so I don't know what you guys are singing. You never went to Catholic, Catholic no, church? No, you guys could be singing. Hosanna in the <laughs> you could be singing. The, it. You have a beautiful voice. God, you should be singing I can do, church. I can do fake church voice. You could be singing okay, fake church voice. Were you there It's like the same tone. I don't, even want, to, I don't want to say that. That's a, that's a graphic song. Were you there? The, 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 the Good Friday song? It was brutal. It's very graphic. Like, we're, we're, Not in the same vein, but you know what else is a very uh, ridiculous song is Grease Lightning. Grease Lightning is very dirty. A dirty song. It's look very up, dirty. Look up really? the lyrics. Yeah. yeah, look up the lyrics when we're done here and you'll that's see. A, it's a weird, it's I mean, it's, it has a terrible message at the end, I feel like. Well, right? of course. Yeah. yeah. yeah Change dead. who you want to be if you want the guy. Yeah. Well, she's she's dead in the movie. She's not, whoa. Listen, oh, really oh, quick. We're going off on really that. Yeah, this is like, this is hat. In the beginning, we have all seen Grease here. Thousands of times. In the beginning, at the beach, and he saves her from drowning, she actually passes away, and the whole movie is like her fever dream as she's dying of like what her life could have been like, and that's why the car takes off at the end and flies into the heavens. I just got goosebumps. None of that, that None of that movie happened. Dude, think of how ridiculous the movie was. How am I ever- None of that happened. She's I dead. Wow. In the movie. I watched it with my niece the other day. Unfortunately, yeah. Olivia Newton-John also passed away in real yeah. life, which is a sh you know absolute shame. But in the movie, she passed, she was- I like how you make the, the sign of the cross. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking getting, dude. It's <laughs> getting. I don't, I- one like, thing, That's one my one follow up. <laughs> <laughs> just like- <laughs> it's like the, the one How old is she? 95? Oh, God the bless. One Guido, God bless. That's great. The God one bless. Guido Gagutz uh, skateboard Guido across Gagutz the, the street. God forbid he died across the street. You know what yeah. I'm talking like, God forbid. Yeah. Like, but, um, you can't say that. And, no, and, God, for, God forbid. But I feel like an asshole now because he said something very nice and genuine, but he did that. And I knew. Yeah. I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> so now I'm the asshole you. laughing. No, but now I can't watch the movie. Now I can't watch the movie. Well, now I have to rewatch it. No, no, I will watch it. Because honestly, that definitely adds up. I have to show my daughter. Is he also dead? Why is he also 
but did he kill himself? No, no, and then no, they're no, running no, off. No, it's, it's, so all, it's all in her mind. Yeah, this is all. It's all like her, oh. her like, you know how they say your life flashes before your eye? She is, she's kind of seeing him as she's dying and he's giving her the Heimlich or mouth to mouth or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it was mouth to mouth. It was John Travolta in the 70s. He was doing mouth to mouth. Um, and she's well, like, yeah. like, oh, and then you, she just sees what her life would have been like. And then at the end, the car <laughs> just flies <laughs> yeah. into the heavens. That's yeah. awesome. Dude. Oh, weather, weather, weather. Yeah, I love that. I love that movie. Um, what was I talking about here? Um, <laughs> You're doing the sign of the cross. Oh, <laughs> you were turning to page two originally. Yeah, sorry. Paragraph three, page two. Okay. So uh, Mexico being so far down on the list, um, whilst looking at the consensus, I'm getting a one, a two, a three, a four, <clears throat> five, At, l- at least five, I think maybe even six San Andreas rappers hmm. are in that top 25 consensus. That's yet. interesting. So that, that's why country of the year, I'm guessing that's like, it has to be where they're manufactured. There's always that weird thing. Like we even have it on our, our website where it says like country of origins. And it, so let's say it's Ernesto Perez Cadillo and he's making a La Historia or one of, you know, uh, the pledge. He uses all Nicaraguan tobacco. His factory is in the DR. So country of origin will say Dominican Republic, but there's there's no Dominican yeah, tobacco in there. Yeah. So I'm curious as to what when they say you know for the country of the year, is that where it's being produced or is that the tobacco being used? Because that's a good yeah, that's a good question. I would say Broadleaf and San Andreas. I mean Broadleaf. You have Patissia was on there. The Saka Khan uses a Broadleaf. The Alec and Bradley double. The Alec Bradley double Broadleaf. Mm-hmm. Like Broadleaf had a big year too. The Liga Provada H no, the H99 is another kind of Connecticut. That was kind of like my um, friends, because like they're, the one time I gave them an H. Upman and Yahoo, yeah. and they're like, well, where's this from? I'm like, uh, like Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, this is like, a, there's a ton of stuff in there. And they're like, you know, like, where is it from? I'm like, I'm telling you, like, that's where it's from. Like, yeah, it's all yeah, different all blends. different tobaccos. Where did yeah. I get this box from? North Carolina. Yeah, I, I don't, don't, I don't know, know, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's funny, your, like, your friends asking questions usually, well, none of my friends smoke cigars, so I don't. You know, we're never like really sitting. I get, I do. Yeah, um, me too. And my, my father in law, he'll, he'll smoke like the the Nobles and the Vontes, and and if I smoke a cig- if right I smoke there. with my dad, he'll he'll ask me a little bit about. But my dad just God forbid, God forbid. Hey. God bless, huh? God bless. Too young, too young. <laughs> um, or the, I like the uh, uh, how old your mother? Ninety foot. Good for her. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Meanwhile, she like can't move. Does anyone in your family say like long to make a long story short? Because I feel like that's a big thing. Okay, that's a big thing too. Long story short. Yeah, dead. It's a long. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. You ever seen the movie Grease? Well, long story short, she's dead. Yeah. (laughs) 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 No one hand. This one's gonna be in the trailer. Just talk about Grease and like a lady dying. I mean, yeah. dude, it's, that's that's awesome. Um, so when you look at, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I like that any much more now. Yeah. yeah, it adds up. When um when you look at these lists, Nick, um, how how happy do you get that? Like Garden of the Farm Cerberus is on Dojo. Um, the Olmec is on a bunch of these. How happy do you get that you're like okay, like we, we are now making lists where. Everyone is like seeing it. You well, know, Chris, I, I want to. I want to ask you something, and this is this is what my buddy Joe will always say. You think I don't know it? Oh, I know it. 
I know it. You th- every time I'm like, oh, did you know that the Yankees are getting Aaron Judge? He's like, Nick, you think I don't know it? <laughs> I know it. But like, that's a general <laughs> statement. Right? For I know it. Right. Well, um, uh, then I'll answer my own question because this is mm. still newish to me. I, 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 I'm, I but you also helped create the list, so you should be yeah, the last yourself two in the years. Back. No, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, this is I, I like. But then now I feel like I'm acting a little, not snobby, but like Half Wheel's top 25, I didn't know a lot of cigars on there. So it kind of makes me feel like, what do I know? Like, <laughs> like I don't know anything. And then there's some other cigars where I'm a little shocked. And it's nothing against the 20 Acre Farm. I I was just really shocked that it made two of the Half Wheels list. By admitting that you know nothing, that's the first step to learning something. Everything, I yeah. I fully admit, especially when you talk to the guys that we talk to, I know nothing. Yeah. The number one cigar of the year from Half Wheel. I fall. I am on Half Wheel every day. I'm refreshing it, yeah. reading every article, keeping up with everything. That number one, the Alfonso, never heard of it. Yeah, never heard of it. What can so, you do? I mean, yeah, 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 God forbid. But <laughs> I, but I do I I do enjoy seeing um, cigars that I really enjoy making the list. Um, you know, I, I don't. I know we talk about them a lot. We're smoking them. I think John has like a underdog mentality a little bit. Did which John, I, John I got do on the consensus, right? PTCA? Yes. And then he made the top 10 with uh, uh, Las Calaveras 2022. It was really funny. There was one year. Um, it must have been end of 20 going into 21. It was when John released the – it was the red Las Calaveras. So the, the That year, might have been the year before because wasn't 20 uh, Kobe – that was 2019. No, Kobe died February of 20. 21 was red? No, 2019 was, because okay. I was here for that. No, 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 gotcha, no, no, no. okay. No. Wait, so, sorry. I'm sorry. 20, Kobe dies February of 20. COVID starts 2020. March. So like the next month after Kobe died. Yeah. COVID. I remember during like the lockdowns, April, like I'm home and John is just, everyone remembers, everyone was just sending us product. It's like, here, yeah. smoke this. Yes. I was getting boxes of stuff, just like smoke and review at home. And John sent me the Las Calaveras to try and it was the red one and it was this I was smoking it two months after Kobe so that's how I knew mm. the Kobe colors were the next year gotcha okay, it was already okay, in okay. production gotcha and done by the time he passed away God forbid God forbid <laughs> um, but I remember that one getting torched by half wheel okay they got like in the 70s the red one really mm. and so it obviously didn't make their list but it made a bunch of other lists, and so they had to do it in their consensus. It was like the high in the consensus too. And I remember Charlie like, like listen, I got to give him credit because if you torch a cigar and then everyone else says it's great, and you got to stand by your conviction, so I give him that credit. But when he, when it came time in that video for him to like talk about the last Calaveras, like, oh, number seven of the consensus, we have the last Calaveras uh, twenty twenty. And number eight, we had like he really wow. like oh, barely yeah. touched on it, and I John was just texting me like, yeah, like yeah. He, he loves it. John so, loves people like having to eat their words. But yeah. did he end up like smoking that again and maybe changing his mind or not really? Because I, I know, know they smoke like multiple their, of these cigars, yeah, like three or four. I really don't know their their their. I, their I don't process. know what their policy is on on like when they do like a like a like a re review. There are some times where they specifically like wait. Um. So, for example, the 50th Monte Cristo that we did, that we yeah. ended up just being a shit show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, people know about it. It was out there um, for a couple of weeks. Uh, and it got a bad review, but it got a bad review with them saying, like, we don't know if it's a bad cigar, but it was, like, not humidified properly. They re-reviewed that, like, a year later. They let it dry out. I think it ended up getting, like, an 86 or something. Wow. Like, okay. 87. 
So I know they'll do it on things like that, but then I think they probably each have personal favorites that they're like, oh, this is really great out of the box. I wonder what this would be like if in a year, it. two years. Yeah. And dude, the unfortunate time, the ones are the ones where it's not as good a couple years later. And you're like, ah, I should have fucking smoked it when it was prime. And now you wait. <laughs> Anything that's has like a ton of flavor and a specific flavor that makes it like special. Smoke right you, away. You don't, yeah, you don't want to wait on those too long because as that matures, the flavor is going to die down a little. I once remember having a Partagas um, 150, which at the time was like the most expensive cigar um, that was being sold in America. It was $100. Because Damn. the wrapper that was used was from a field that was, and they made this cigar like pretty regularly. And then the field was like destroyed in like a hurricane, in like late eighties. So whatever they had left was it. Um, and it came in like a coffin and everything. <laughs> and I smoked it at um, a trade show that we had drinks with the general guys, and they gave us one. And it was incredibly smooth. But in terms of flavor, I mean, this cigar literally it was made in like nineteen ninety. And I smoked it in 2015. Yeah, there was nothing left in terms of flavor. It was it was just nothing going Can on. Can I ask a noob question? Yes. So when they age these cigars and like you said they dry them up, do they basically put them in like a lower humidified? Mm. Uh, you leave them the same humidity. Okay, and they yeah. just like literally dry up itself and then just. What do you kinda, mean? When you, you keep saying dry? Remember, up. like with the money, like with the Monte Cristo cigar, like you had. A, oh, when you talk about something that's over humidified. Yes. They'll just that one. They'll probably like dry box. Like if it depends on how did. much. Yeah. yeah. If you if you're talking about like a factory, I'm sure they have all kinds of things that they would do. If you order a box of something and it's way too humidified, you got to dry box it for like a week or two. When you literally just put it, let it sit out. We dry box yeah. it for a very long time because it, it was that. I remember. After, I remember spongy. after a month, it was still really. Yeah. Yeah. So we dry box it over there, and then I remember we were cleaning up, and when we do our little, you know, invent, <clears throat> you know. Take, 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 take. <laughs> um, I snagged one and then I smoked it. And I, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but it, it had to wait a while. Like That's crazy. Yeah, and I've never... I don't want to wait. I've, <laughs> I've never... Have to be over. Um, uh, sorry. Awesome. I think it would... I think... <laughs> but that's the only time I've had to deal with that. Um, I've never bought a cigar where it was... If I bought a cigar at a store and it was spongy, I'd, I would pull a Karen and be like, I want my, I want my money back yeah. or I want to switch it out because it should not, you should not be able to pinch it. And it, and it's just like squishy, right? Like a sponge. You shouldn't like, I think this right here is perfect and I don't want to ever s squeeze a cigar and then squeeze it and it cracks. That's too dry too. You know, no, like, that's how box press became a thing back in the day. You know, you ever seen like the El Rey Del Mundo boxes, like the long rectangular boxes? Yeah. Yes. When they would ship cigars and they were still moist if they were too moist and they didn't have as much protection back then. You know, they maybe had some cellophane or whatever, some tissue paper, but they would put them in that box. And because it's a box and they were still moist, they would form a box shape. So when they got to their destination, people would open it up. That's how the cigar looked. That's insane. Yeah. Christ. Now people do it for fun. Imagine that, huh? God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. Um, I liked I liked that uh, Agonorsa is getting some love. Yes, I do. You mentioned that the Cerberus. The Where Leaf. were they on the fifteen on the consensus for the Cerberus? And the Supreme Leaf was up there on their actual list too, right? Agonorsa <laughs> Supreme Leaf fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Oh, that's the Supreme Leaf Torpedo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then the the Anniversario was twenty one. Yeah. They were getting some. Oh, and the uh, Campion de Warped. Yes. Number two comes is, out of, uh, comes out of them as well. What so, did you um, think about? Ask me, child. Cigar Coops list. 
Um, I, I was a little you know, on the pe- previous podcast. I was like, I'm not sure what he's doing <laughs> or, or his picks were really interesting, but um, looking at it as a whole, there's some I've smoked. I, I, I hate to admit it. I've, I really enjoyed the Fiat Lux when I went down to Nashville. Oh, although it's made by uh, he, he who is, should not be named. Um, it's funny because it's he who shall not be named, yet he puts his name on it. Yeah, and everything. He's like Donald Trump. Yeah, remember, remember <laughs> like the heyday of Trump, like when he had the, the ice uh, ring. When he had the yeah, he had the like yeah. the, uh, the Apprentice, and he's like, today oh, we're gonna yes. sell Trump soda and Trump ice on this Trump table, <laughs> like everything. <laughs> Dude, I used to buy his shirts when I uh, I used to do speech and debate in I high had school. A shirt in high school. Oh really? Uh, yeah, you're hilarious. fired. I had a your fired shirt. I, I would always uh, you fired. I never I had, watched no, that I channel. had like his, <laughs> really. It was pretty cool. The it was Donald funny. Trump collection, like the dress shirt, and oh, it was I didn't like know that. it yeah. was a cuff link, so it was a French cuff shirt, but it had like the it was like the 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 rich bright blue and then the white collar and the white sleeve like a like a something like an 80s wall street guy that's preppy that's man oh, oh man and i was looking i was looking terrible it was not a, <laughs> was it was a terrible um, look. so he had the he had the casa magna liga f churchill on here i know that was that not the size but the cigar was something on our ab- list about this feels very i mean there's a couple on here let me see can i borrow your uh, special pen really you quick sure can there you go babe let me see here so he has last year's Las Calaveras. He has the Undercrown Ten, Ferio Tego Elegancia, which I guess you can count for this year because he made it. You know, we, we got yeah. it on our list this year. Um, the Oliva, that's the new one. The Provincias from Espinosa is last year. The American Double Robusto, I'm pretty sure, is last year. The Magic Toast Alec Bradley, I think, is like last year, two years ago. The Fonseca by my father is last year. The Generoso is last year. The Undercrown Ten is last year. Uh, the Heritage Nicaragua by AT, that's this year. The Casa Magna Liga F this is year. last year. Monster the Monster Man. Mash Frank is last year. Tricky Traca is two years ago. The Epic Vintage 12 Monte Cristo, last year. So he has like a very solid list for last year. Yeah. Um, the only ones that I, I, I'm very aware of from this year were the Paladin de Saka. What year is the fine and rare? What's the year of the number one? Fine and rare. I don't know which one that is. They really they do that every year. It's like a limited edition. They oh, do every okay. Year. Right. So I don't know. Justin, can you look up uh, Alec Bradley fine and rare BC and just see what year that came out? Um, the Tata Tatawahe one ten Reserva was last year. Fine and rare BC. The T one ten Reserva. So really I'm like. not. Gonna, I don't want to give him crap like we do for aficionado for picking old cigars. But there's a difference between picking a year ago and yeah, that's a weird thing is like this looks years, like, like this is a, ago, yeah. if this list came out last year and let's say, you know, sub in the Paladin to Saka for uh, Kintsugi, something like that. This is an amazing list for last year. Yeah. That's just the weird part. There's so many of these. It's not like they're old like five years ago. Yeah. So just a lot of them are literally from last, like just the hot ones of last year. So I don't know what I'm, I would be curious to talk to him and see what his process is. Um, because it, it's interesting. I mean, it's not a negative. It's just interesting that that's what he does. Is it like a backlog you think of like old cigars that maybe you smoked this year? It might be. Yeah. I mean, dude, we, we named the Kintsugi a year after it came out because we knew how good it was and we, and it came out too late to make our list in 2020. So it got number one in 21. Um, so it could be something like that, but this is like a lot. Yeah. A lot of these are just from a year ago. Um, Generoso and Elegancia, I'm going to give him a pass because, like I said, we did Elegancia this year, and he they're kind of a tweaked version, I guess. Yeah, 
That was it. There's Al Alec Bradley Fine and Rare BC. 2020? 2020. Dang, so the number one cigar of the year came out two years ago. You know? So what was, um, for each of you, uh, what was, um, looking at these lists, what was a shocker? And you can, I don't know if you want to include our list in this, but what's, what's one cigar on any of the lists that you were kind of surprised to see it was there, you were happy for, you were a little taken aback by it, maybe not happy if you want to go that direction, but... I hate to say surprise because it makes it seem like I don't think that it deserved to be yeah. there. Or, okay, let, but I will let's say, rephrase I, I, it. I, I Which one say, are you happy to see in, I'm at Nick. in the plays? Nick, I am... Nick and AJ, I am thrilled that that was that came to fruition in a way. Um, it's kind of two things when you have when you have these reviews. I mean, you have the making the consensus, especially. I mean, like, dude, the two cigars he made were number two and number seven. Yeah. Um, and also, that's a you smoked it. I don't think you've smoked it yet. What far? The Olmec. Mm -hmm. You have. The uh, cigar aficionado one that we did. You gave that to me. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> but that's a very particular cigar. Oh, no, it's the JR Top 25. Sorry. The Olmec is very unique. It's yes. very specific. It's it, it's um, it's like uh, like a really weird movie that like all the critics know it should win Best Picture, but it's not for everybody. Yeah. It's like not everyone can just sit down and watch this movie. Um, so the fact that he got so much recognition, but the shame of it is, is that by not getting aficionado, I wonder how it affects a guy like Nick though. Cause this is, you know, in talking to John, you know, getting number one can be as much of a burden as it is something good, as much of a burden as it can be a boom <clears throat> because now you have to that cigar is gone for several months. If it hits number one within a day, it's you're you're already on back order for months. No, no matter what it's been. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the more limited it is, the harder it is. But even look at the Monte Cristo 1935, the size that got rated number two last year. All the other ones we had, that yeah. size was on back order for yep. months. I wonder if something like that. I mean, Nick is already. I mean, we had the Olmec sold out within a month of us getting it. I wonder. Obviously, he wants the recognition, and like that's such a uh, you know a, a Hall of Fame thing as you want that number one spot. But business wise, I wonder if it would actually just do more harm than good to him at this point. And I wonder if it's if he's looking out for the betterment of his actual customers and his business is already growing. I wonder if he even wants it. I mean, obviously, you that's want something it. You got to ask him whether yeah. on camera or not. I would like to hear that because it's you know it's kind of like a, a double edged sword, I guess. Like, are you going to now? spend all your time trying to create a new blend you're gonna to have to focus on now di maybe different sizes or just yeah continue to make this right and yeah. if you're rushing to make it if you're rushing to get it out um and like, i guess like another movie reference you could say or tv reference a lot of these shows that hit phenomenal season one had that sophomore slump sometimes so i wonder if there would be not just him in general but if like a number one cigar comes out like the mind crystal 1935 like didn't well, seem to have a slump. It got sold out. But like, how are you going to now like turn out? But they like, have the production to actually yeah. do something well, like that. And, and the support. Do, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a different for someone like Nick versus like someone like yeah. Altidus. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you also got to remember that yeah, you know, is a Nick, piece, so. Nick mm -hmm. is using factories that can do large production, but not necessarily for him. 
he's using yeah, AJ for of, the Olmec, but yeah. he's one of 15 guys yeah. in there. Yeah. Now, if, if the Dorado gets it, AJ will divert resources from his other brands. Mm-hmm. Like, oh right. yeah, just make, make this thing, push this one out, pump it out. We need it. But if it's one of 15 guys on his roster and he's like, hey, man, I need more of these, he's going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. you got to wait. Man, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's nothing yeah. I can do. That's what someone like Rob Cigar brought up to me because I was like asking about the top 25 list. And he's like, for a cigar aficionado, he's like, it sucks that the Cuban was number one because like for us retailers, like that kind of doesn't impact us since we don't, we can't carry the Cubans. And yeah. you know, it's like all the retailers and everyone in America, like it really doesn't matter for us. So yeah. I don't know. But then you have these other lists that will help us too yeah, yeah absolutely um one factory one, oh yeah, you go on no just really quickly oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I liked seeing um although we haven't smoked it the west tampa tobacco company kind of la- last um um land on these lists solely because i've met rick rodriguez twice three times every interaction has been great mm-hmm. and um in life, leaving something very comfortable and then pursuing something, especially the older you get, I think the more fear creeps in, the more doubt can creep in. Like, am I making the right move? I have yeah. a family to provide Takes for. A lot of balls. And, you know, for him to do <clears throat> land number 10 on, on Dojo, and I, th- and, um, well, was he on half wheel? I, like I said, he I'm, was. Were they on the consensus? Did I want to say. Consensus? So the uh, West Tobacco Company White was on Dojo, and I think <clears throat> the the, the West Tobacco Company Black was number 11 on Blind Man's Puff. All right, that's good for so, his first I mean, outing. Yeah, so it's I, a I big mean, risk, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Michael Herklotz of last year. Yeah. Yes. You know, and, and that's another one, too, the Ferry Take. I know Michael Herklotz has a lot more plans for a lot of different lines, but just kind of venturing off, being so comfortable for years, and then being like, how am I going to start anew? Well, there's a new factory, too. It was a big yeah, risk for him yeah, to do that, man. Yeah. Especially like the and market's I remember a little saturated. the news broke that he left, and I was like, Nick, what do you think he's going to do? Nick's like, I, I don't know. Then West Tampa Tobacco Company comes out. Nick, what do you think he's going to do? I, we got to wait and see. And now it's, you know, I, so that's one out of the two lists I'm, I'm happy to see that leaving taking the leap of faith and 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 producing something good has actually paid off for him Absolutely. even if not even if but you know dojo is limited to essentially 15 cigars right you know um but his top 10 you know five of them are limited editions so he's essentially doing a top 10 to land in a top 10 you know, I think that's really, really good. So and Dojo, really like they're they're particular, man. They have like they oh, really I'm sure, like their yeah, things because they smoke a lot of cigars. So uh, that's I, that's my company that I'm I'm happy to see. I don't know if you have one that you uh, were Ferrotego. Ferrotego. Yeah, I'm really yeah. happy to see them. Yeah. Like in all these. I mean, I lists. think like you uh, fell in love with the brand and the person. When I did. He was, when he yes. was talking about last year, he Michael was talking about a, he can. He's a he's a charmer. He's so he's old, man. I'm like, all right, yeah. I'm in. Well, I'm he all was in. just like, just enjoy the cigar. God damn it! And yeah, we're like, yep. awesome. Like, I, so yeah. yeah. But what, what are you going to say about the factory, sir? So I just want to talk about the factory of the year. First of all, uh, out of the top five, two of the factories are owned by AJ. So in, in reality, those are one. I'm giving that one thing. The number one is obviously his, and then number four, the San Latino factory. Um, having Naxa on there at number eight, I'm so happy for. Um, a lot of that is due to Steve. Steve Saka, yep. but now Crown Heads is throwing their hat in the Naxa ring with the Patissia and the Azulia Auto. So, like, they're starting to get boutique business. And, they, dude, they're one of the oldest factories in Nicaragua. They used to do a lot of our bundle stuff for years. Really? For years and years. Yeah, I actually I, – don't quote me on this. I think Lou Rothman used to own a portion of that factory back in the – I don't know. I don't know. As long as I'm, I don't want to speak out of turn. Are you shocked to see um, um, Drew Estate at number 10? No, I mean, they're going to be something – 
uh, them and Fuente. I really do like how they called number seven to Bacalera Pichardo and not the Luciano, Luciano. Cigar Factory yeah. because all the good cigars that were ranked were from Tabacalera Pichardo, not yeah. when he changed it a month ago. Yep. Um, my father, obviously, they're gonna they're gonna get theirs. Um, Placencia. That's another one, one I'm really happy for is Placencia. I mean, dude, I said it. I don't know if you were there. It might have been before your time when the Alma uh, Fuerte came out and I was interviewing Nestor. We were doing it in the Churchill room downstairs and I smoked it for the... F I had known the Placencia family. They were very knowledgeable growers. They're like a historic legendary family, like kind of behind the scenes. They had one name brand that I remembered from my time in the store. It just said Placencia. It came in like a like a red box and it said plus it was a very not memorable brand and then they came out the gate and it was like 20 bucks for this cigar and i smoked it and i'm like this is gonna be like industry changing and i got the year it came out i got top 25 i think i got top 10 that year Holy crap. and then now them like regularly appearing on all these lists the year of the tiger the uh the there was another one the the cosecha yep. on 49 on 49 Seeing Placentia getting the mainstream. This is like, again, a movie reference. Like a cinematographer finally decided, I'm going to direct movies now and be in charge of the movies myself. Has there ever been someone and like that? And now he's getting like, he was a behind the scenes guy that really made everything work before. Now it's like, no, I want to be front and center and get the recognition. Who's and cinematographer turned director? Do you, can you name one? I, no, I feel like it. Who? What did, that, help. what did that cinematographer direct? He directed the uh, a movie. Who's okay. the um? I'm I'm having a brain fart. Who's the uh, head coach for the Dolphins again? Mike Mike McDaniel. It's like it's like him basically because he came from like all these like small like little positions. Uh, the offensive coordinator. And yeah. Now I now want he's to a head coach yeah. and now he's the main did guy. Did you send yeah. me the or did one of you guys send me the clip where Dayball? Where Abel, Mike McDaniel and another head coach Mike were making out. Were the San Francisco <laughs> coach. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. where they would make out. Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> they were running the trick play. Yes. <laughs> yeah, for uh, Johnny Manziel for Cleveland. And then, and then they made out on the sidelines, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they made out. San Francisco. Um, and just going out really company of the year. General, I think that the knuckle sandwich. No, see, where it's company of the year general. I'm trying to see. Here's the consensus. That's what kind of confused me. At the I have end. to go knuckle back and look at the website because they have knuckle sandwich cigars, and then they have general. If knuckle sandwich wasn't part of general, where are all these high ratings for general coming from that it was number two company of the year? Because I'm not seeing it anywhere besides that cigar. Beside, besides that, I'm not seeing any other. Like, if you look at the top 25 consensus, none of these are general. Drew State, AJ, Room 101. Rocky Patel, Guardian yeah. of the Farm, Alfonso, Placencia, Ferro, Diego, Davidoff, 1502, Alec Bradley, Diamond Crown, Crown Heads, Tatuaje, Luchi. None of these are general. 15, so I'm going to go back and look at that. You're 1502. Yeah. Don't you like smoking 1502s? No, I just smoked it once. You guys made fun of me. <laughs> I thought you brought it up last week to smoke. Yeah, and I made fun I of I did. Me. You made fun of me, yeah. That, that, that wasn't the only time you smoked a 1502. I didn't make fun of it. That was the only time. That was the only time. One time. All right, all right. I'm, I'm hey, bad I guy. trust you. Yeah. I trust you. Um, <laughs> but I don't at the same time. <laughs> I don't trust myself, so. But just keep the keep, list. Just keep the list. But the, right. the real sh the real shame of this that I want to if you if you're looking at like we just said factory of the year company of the year and this is this is this will be my last big point. 
so many of the fact, like the guys who own the factories are not on the company of the year. AJ is not on company of the year yet. Number one, number four factories of the year. The, the, yeah. the number one, and number four best places to make cigars this year were from AJ. And yet he's AJ Fernandez is not company of the year. What this is, is going to sound controversial. And I don't want to screw up people's uh, things that they are going on. I would love to see AJ and he did it. I think with the Dorado, even though the branding of that still kills me, that whole new world thing, it's just not my cup of tea. He's got, I want him to focus on his own stuff because his best blends are being used for other people. Like his, mm-hmm. it, now, <clears throat> I like the new world. The I new world a good is good. Stick. Yeah. But I think this could also play in Sorry. on how much of these are due to band bias and marketing as opposed to the blend. Because think about it. Do you really think that he's making shittier cigars for himself than he is for other people? Or do you think they're of the same quality, but well, foundation, <clears throat> Olmec, the cool story, Nick's out there doing his thing, as opposed to the New World Dorado, which like no one knew about until it got that rated. That was not a cigar that was talked about. Half of it didn't cover it. Dojo didn't co- No one really cared. Could it be that he doesn't do enough press on his own maybe, things? Maybe. Well, I, I feel like, sorry, I feel like more people know about AJ Fernandez than they do, like from like my new world. I feel like more people know the name AJ Fernandez from, than from, do. from, from, from a, like the Monte Cristos, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Like those, yeah. But yeah, from, from Monte Cristo and Romeo yes. and Juliet. But do they know AJ Fernandez's brands? Do they know San Latano? Do Probably they know not. New World? Probably do not. they know Diaz de Gloria? Do they know Last Call? No. AJ. You're the guy right now. Like he is the guy. I'm sorry. He's the godfather. Um, as much as I wanted to see Nick get number one, because I think he deserved it with that cigar, I also realized that number one is sometimes reserved for like, I don't want to say an old timer, but like a legend. And it's like, it's like the honorary Oscar sometimes almost. Yeah. <clears throat> That's kind of what they said of like why Ernesto got it. Um, like when the he Cecil did. Cecil B. DeMille Award. Yeah. yeah like like, like when, when he got it because he had stuff. Like when, remember when Scorsese got it for like, what did Scorsese get it for? Like the, I don't, the Departed. Departed yeah. He got it for like a great movie, but like we owe him this one yeah. because we didn't give it to him for Raging Bull or Casino or Goodfellas. So like mm-hmm. we'll give him this one. Um, Like, I mean, the, the stuff that Ernesto is doing now is great, but like his initial like glorious stuff is unparalleled and that never got the recognition it deserved. I think that, I would have been very happy to see AJ get number one this year because it's like, dude, how many of all these lists yeah. is covered with cigars coming out of AJ Fernandez's factory? And, but no one, the, he doesn't have the status of like a Steve Sacco or a Nick Melillo. He, he does, but he doesn't. It's mm. different. So I have, a, I, have, I have a question. Yes, I, Chris. I don't know if it's, if it's controversial, we'll, We'll cut it or whatever. Just let's do it. Do you think he is now, if he's getting paid to be brought in by other companies, do you think that he is putting his all into those? And then for his brand, he's just like, how do I compare? This is how I would compare it, right? I I see what you're saying. You're an artist. Mm -hmm. You ask, I'm going to pay so-and-so, like two chains. I'll pay two chains Five hundred thousand to come on for a feature, but his his own work isn't as good because he wants to go. He is on the same song as Drake, and they're going to try to outduel each other. I don't think it's necessary like that. But do you think that he's being brought in by an Altidus, collaborating with his friends? So then he wants to now like make the best best cigar possible, 
And then he's like, well, I have my loyal friend. I have my loyal fans. I won't. And it's always hard for me to say this about any artist or creator. I'm not going to give a as much as my own stuff because it's always just going to sell no matter what. I mean, like, is he doing it based on the paycheck? He could. Yeah. Or is he doing, and that's, that's my question with him in general. I just want to know. And I'm not trying to take a knock on anyone. It's just like, for me, am I going to, if I do an acting job for copy credit meal, am I going to give it my all versus getting paid? Mm. Right. Personally, I think I would take my time a little bit more if I'm going to be getting paid for a project or I do a little independent film, but then like, Hey, Chris, let's bring you on for like a Netflix. Like, I think I'm going to give it my all a little bit more for the more serious well, stuff. For his cigars, I'm guessing like that's probably his top revenue drivers, like reach out to yes. other companies. Get making these blends and yeah. then making a ton of money because I think there's a because there's way more exposure I don't know what for year it was I feel like he was uh, you know he was every time I did a write up on an Altidus product he He's had his hands involved so I'm just wondering like he knows that's where the money's going to be mm-hmm. because it's from Altidus it's also more exposure it's more exposure mm-hmm. but then but I I can't in my heart think any creator or any artist is going to not care as much as their own product versus versus um someone else's product so that's that was my question i posed when you but his when name you is still it. on it it's not on it i mean, I mean it is. h.o.m 175 his name's yeah, not on right. that. okay it's it's in the body of who made it but it mm-hmm. doesn't have an aj his name is not on the band so i'm just it's just interesting to me if that's what does that make sense or yes so first of all i'm stealing this pen no i need that <laughs> I don't have another one. I know you look, it's cool <laughs> looking, right? Serious he yeah. was. Like you said, no, it's, and Nick said, Nick did not. I mean, you look, you look very powerful with he it. He does. And he's lie. pointing it. Yep. See, so you look, it's silver. We're going to buy, I'm going to have Christine buy a bunch of these pens. Yes, um, please. So AJ Fernandez. So listen, <laughs> if you see what he, the move he just made, bringing Laurel on from Macanudo. Now, Laurel was the face, the brand ambassador was pro, was very involved in the marketing and the branding for Macanudo. of of Macanudo and particularly their Inspirado line, which yes. kind of brought them up a few notches. He brought her in. I think AJ gives it his all for each and every product. He's like, it's gonna bear my name one way or another. Yeah. If this cigar sucks, it's coming back on me. So he gives it a hundred percent with each and every cigar. I think his problem, if he had one is branding and or marketing of his own lines. And I think he's trying to fix that now. With, with the hire of Laurel. Yeah, because okay. think of it, dude, all these cigars, what is the, I guarantee you that I could give you five AJ cigars and you would not know which one is an AJ, which one's a foundation, which one's a whatever, which one's a this, which one's a that. I think that he gives it his all, but then once it leaves the factory, that's when the determination is made on where is a cigar landing on people's lists. I think the Dios de Gloria is an outstanding cigar. But I think it was ever. not talked about. I think it was just it it had that harken back style, which is very AJ style. AJ and if you look at it, the one cigar, besides the Dorado, which is new, the one cigar that he just did himself, um, that's like under kind of his banner that does very, very well and is well recognized is the Ramon Iones, yes, which is a heritage brand that to, he was able to yep. take in under and his made name. for his father, yeah. Because yeah. his father loved those smokes. So yeah. He, yeah. So he that was his, that he, he was able to take it, I think, from General. And that already had name recognition, but he also did a very much more modern 
concept with the box and his other his other stuff is very out of the 1930s or 40s in terms of the artwork the boxes how everything looks san latano when that first came out that was hot because it was unique mm -hmm. the boxes had these cool angles to it he had the oval and then but a lot of his stuff now kind of just falls in this ah there's kind of the same problem that my father has uh right now is a lot of your stuff it's it's indistinguishable from each other um, my father's problem, I think also their blends are getting a little bit indistinguishable, but that's a different conversation. But I think 100% and you know, we, we got to give credit to Nick. We got to give credit to Dion. We got to give credit to Steve Saka. These are the guys who they're actually very hands-on with how they're blending, what tobaccos they want for their vision. But AJ is the guy. AJ is probably the most prolific cigar manufacturer in history, in mm. terms of the amount he's producing, the amount he's involved in, the different brands. And guess what? All roads lead back to AJ, which is why out of the 10 companies that produce the highest rated cigars of the year, two of them are his, and they're both in the top five. Number one and number four are AJ's factors. I'm pretty sure the knuckle, the knuckle sandwich, I think, was made at AJ. I'm, wow. I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. But I want to say that was made by AJ. Because wow. he he makes a lot of Espinosa stuff now. The foundations are made by AJ. Um, like he he does so much with brands that you're you're not even aware of, and I I think that it, that was the biggest shame of the aficionado was like you had a chance to like give it to a guy who is so deserving right now of like that little yeah. he, he's done so much for. Altidus for General Foundation, Southern Draw, Espinosa. He he's the guy for all these people. Now now listen, when he got Monte Cristo got number two last year, that's on him. He gets he gets the credit for that the way a producer gets a credit for winning an Oscar. But you don't care about the producer; you care about the director the and the star. actor. Yeah. Yes, I got that. I want to see him direct and star in his own Oscar-winning movie. That's what I want for AJ. Maybe we'll see it this year. Who maybe, knows? Maybe we will. Um, anyone have any last, uh, final thoughts? No, I'm good. No, I know we've the past few weeks we talked about all these lists. I'm happy that we actually got got to them and all that. And I just know that you know, going to keep this list around. So I know <laughs> if I come across any of these, I really want to try. You know, the the knuckle sandwich and um, the Allegria. Yeah, um, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna be putting in a request to the to our team today. Be yeah. like, hey, we need to get these cigars yeah. in as soon as possible. Like just a couple boxes, but like West Tampa is one of them. The Allegri mm -hmm. is one of them. And I discovered HVC pan, with the Pan Caliente, um, and I would love to try the I would love to try more of their stuff too. Yeah. So and then I think he also started a new factory too. I nice. know he uses Agadorsa for a lot of his stuff, gotcha. but I think he also started a new factory. Yeah, so, but no, I think all, all <laughs> most of most of these lists that we put together. We, I, really enjoyed mm -hmm. um and but yeah i want everyone to look out next now we'll we'll never get um most likely we're not gonna we're never gonna get a top 25 for aficionado or anything like come uh, so are coming out of jr but last year our 50th sampler got top 10 packaging award yes be on the lookout for the 2023 awards we are working on some stuff, and one of my goals is to get back on that list. Nice. Ooh, okay. That's fun. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you got to pay attention to the blend first. Blend is primary, but... But if you're aiming for the packaging, yeah. Because I saw that. that uh, dude, I felt so good when I saw that that made that list. That was your baby. Yeah, it makes well, sense. The, well, no, actually, I got to say, the product merchants did a lot of the work on the 
box itself, like the opening and everything like that. But it was all under the umbrella of a project we all worked really hard on. So it was a big, good feeling. And I'm like, I want more. You want that. that. Yeah, you want yeah. more of that. So pay attention next year, JR. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we, you know, we made Blind Man's Puff list two cigars last year as yeah. well. 250 cigars last year. So pay attention next year. I think JR is coming back in vengeance. a big way with some uh, with some listings. But otherwise, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, sweet Derek. Thank you for having me, man. For joining us. It. And thank you very much for the gift to pay, you know, it's Please good, don't take it's my good to pay I homage. Need that. And um, thank you very much for listening. Make sure to check out all of our great content on The Blending Room <laughs> on YouTube, um, JR's Instagram, Facebook page. Uh, keep listening on Apple or Spotify, wherever. Um, and as always, keep them lit. <laughs>